It's time for your weekly hot mug of coffee talk with your host, Jonathan Harmon. Hey everybody, it's Jonathan Harmon with the J. Harmon Home Team, powered by Keller Williams with, I don't know if I've ever said this to you, one of my all-time favorite teachers, um, a guy that I respect, a guy that I admire, a guy that I tried to emulate in the classroom to some extent. Um, of course, I was in a different classroom setting uh, than when I had you, but um, just a just a all-around great guy and, and, a, and an MTSU supporter and just all kinds of things that I like about you. You know, you like elephants. I prefer giraffes, but that's okay. You know. <laughs> so this is Dr. Vincent Smith, and uh, what is your official title now? I am professor and chair of the Department of Marketing. Okay. Now it used to be the Department of Business Man. No. Business Education, Marketing Education, and Office Management. Office Management. There you go. And we've had a number of names over the years. Because yeah, it changed even at like BCEN or something, it right? Did uh, Business Communication and Entrepreneurship. Right. When Entrepreneurship became a major uh, right. within the college, and then about four years ago, the department. Uh, was reorganized and um, entrepreneurship joined the management faculty ah. and the marketing faculty joined the business ed business communication faculty. Interesting. So business ed and, bus- and marketing education uh, is now part of the department of marketing. Okay. Uh, just curious, what was the, the reasoning for kind of switching those. We had some administrative changes here. We had a new dean uh-huh. uh, that uh, came to campus around that time and uh, he wasn't really uh, aware of the history of how the departments had developed and at the time management marketing was a massive department. They probably had 40 faculty. Oh, wow. Business Ed, Business Com had about eight. So uh, in looking at that he thought, you know, why don't we switch this up a little bit and balance the two and he felt like entrepreneurship was more related to management and that really in marketing it's a lot about communication so it should be part of the business ed, business communication and we also certified people in marketing ed so sure. uh, it was sort of a logical uh, rearrangement for him. Yeah and, and I guess it kind of balanced out the faculty numbers to some extent. It did. Now our department of marketing has approximately 20-21 faculty. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, um, I don't know if you know this, I was one of the very first uh, entrepreneurship major graduates. Really? And uh, I, I took the first capstone class uh, that Dr. Uh, Marcia Smith right. um, had. And, you know, we had to make a business plan and defend it. And um, I got demolished <laughs> in that. I mean, absolutely demolished in that, wow. in that business plan. Um, Dr. McGrew yes. and... Um, Oh my goodness, what is his name? He's a, a bank president, uh, kind of a bigger guy, bald head, he's been around forever. He was with the bank that has the cool fountain on Memorial. Yeah. Anyway, um, he just destroyed me. Wow. And and it was good. Like, it was good for me. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I still passed. I still made right. good grades, whatever. Uh-huh. But just to... just. Just, well, yeah, just to think that I kind of knew what I was doing and then to be told, no, you have no idea what you're doing. Wow. Um, it, was, it was a great experience for me. And, uh, and of course, Dr. Marcia Smith was, was amazing. Right. Exactly. Uh, another one of my all-time favorite teachers, yes. actually. Um, so, uh, anyway, so anyway, fun fact there. And um, so I had you for several different classes. Um, you know, we, uh, I took you for a class where we uh, played with uh, Dragon Naturally Speaking. You remember yes. that? I do. 
that was a um, recent developments course, I think, in office technology or something. Something like along that. those yes. lines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I had only learned how to type maybe a semester before that. Wow. Um, so I said that I wanted to be a business teacher mm -hmm. and uh, in the master's program. And I sat in here with Dr. McGrew, and she asked me, well, how many words a minute can you type? And I, I mean, I just turned beet red. Right. And I said, I can't type. Uh -huh. She goes, what? How are you going to teach keyboarding if you can't type yourself? And I was like, well, guess I'm taking a freshman keyboarding class <laughs> as a master's student. And uh, so anyway, it, that was a pretty exciting time to sit with a bunch of freshmen as a graduate oh, student. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and learning a skill is one of the... Uh, things that a lot of students don't really pick up on because you have to practice. Mm -hmm. And when I taught keyboarding, I tell them, you it, you have to look at it like if you were learning to play a musical instrument. You can't just hit it once a week. Yeah. You've got to go in over and over and over again before you get good right. and develop speed. Well, and, and I was determined, of course, because that was, I mean, that, that simple class right. was what was going to be my income, right? Exactly. I mean, that was going to be my livelihood. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, yeah, that, that was that was very humbling as well. So, very humbling time at that point in my life. <laughs> College usually is. Yeah, I tell you, it was good. Hey, uh, Frank Caperton, do you know Frank? Uh, no, I don't believe so. All right, so um, he is a kind of a local historian, pretty cool guy. Okay. Um, he actually says that he went to Milton Church of Christ with uh, Dr. Marcia Smith. Yes. So, mm -hmm. um, fun fact, Frank, I played Santa Claus uh, for a Christmas party at Milton Church of Christ. Really? Yep, sure did. Yeah. Uh, that's been that's been quite a while ago. Dr. Marshall Smith was from Milton. She lived in right. Milton. Yep. Mm -hmm. and now, how long ago did she pass? Hmm. It's been several years now. I couldn't tell you exactly. I'd say five or six I, at least. I think that's mm -hmm. about right. Yeah. Right. Such a sweet lady. Yes, she was. Uh, and she was... She ended up, I don't know that she was officially my advisor um, for my uh, undergrad, mm -hmm. um, but she definitely was my advisor. You know what I mean? And she was really credited with uh, developing the entrepreneurship program here at MTSU. Yeah. Uh, she really got the major going and really built it from scratch. Yeah. Great lady. So, um, all right, so let's talk about you for a minute. Okay. Um, you you told me just a little bit ago you've been here at MTSU for 30... 34 years. 34 years. Where where were you before that? <laughs> I first came to MTSU as an undergrad student. Oh, wow. Um, I pretty much grew up down in southern middle Tennessee in a little a place called Clifton. And um, from there I came here as an undergrad, a couple of us from my high school uh, came to MTSU and at that time this was the biggest place that I think I had ever seen <laughs> and when I'm saying the biggest place we probably had eight to ten thousand students at that time and that right. was it um, but coming from a, a small school with a senior class of 25 oh, wow. coming to MTSU was quite a um, culture shock to say the least but um, fell in love with it instantly um, Came here, wanted to be a business teacher, uh, and so I majored in business ed, um, finished, um, started to look for a job, and was offered a graduate assistantship, uh, like you, mm -hmm. and um, worked in the department, did the master's degree the next year, uh, and then I thought, okay, I'm going to go out and do high school teaching. So at that time, the high school jobs were not as plentiful as they are now. So I did, um, you know, a lot of the applications, the interviews, 
and just waiting for something to open up. And we had a faculty member uh, that left at the last minutes out of this department. And the chair at the time, Dr. Drennan, said, are you interested in doing a full-time temporary job for the next year? And I thought, that'd be great. I had already, as a graduate assistant, been teaching a couple courses each semester. And that day, we were graduate teaching assistants. So right. we taught two classes for our assistantship. And uh, so I took it for the first year. And then I was offered it a second year. And it went seven years. Oh, wow. It was full-time temporary before I was eventually put on the tenure track. And uh, with that, I uh, had to complete a doctorate. So I wanted to, I had to continue teaching, um, you know, to have the income. And so um, I enrolled at Vanderbilt and uh, went and worked on my doctorate at the same time I was teaching full time. Now what's your doctorate in? My doctorate's in human resource development. Okay. Um, basically a lot of adult education and evaluation and curriculum. Because that's really, uh, at least it was when I was here, um, the, the business education side of things was either prepping you for essentially middle school and high school right. education, like teaching kids, mm -hmm. um, or corporate training. Exactly. And that's really, you know, that has really fit my skill set really well because, again, I have all the preparation to teach. I still hold a um, secondary teacher license. Mm -hmm. And then also with the preparation for the training side, I can sort of do double duty. And the interesting thing is there's not a lot of difference between the two. Mm -hmm. The terminology is different. Your audience is different. But the basic concepts of... You know, having objectives, assessing those objectives, how you deliver and present instruction, it's very similar. Sure, sure. And, and it's really a matter of catering to your audience learning styles, exactly. um, knowing your subject matter, and then uh, organizing it in such a way that they can digest chunks at a time. Exactly. Uh, I mean, if you really cook it down, mm -hmm. that's pretty much what it is. And kids learn at a different rate, so you have sure. to do different things for them than maybe with adults. Adults are more interested in why do I need to know this and how is it going to help me make money. Motivations are different. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, kids, you break things down in smaller chunks and, and do things that uh, capture their interest. But right. uh, adults, not so much about their interest, but what's in it for them. Sure, sure. That makes, makes perfect sense. So, um, well, that's awesome. And now, when did you become department chair? Uh Three years ago, um, I became department chair. When the department was reorganized, the first year, Dr. Roy uh, took over as interim chair. And um, after the first year, uh, he wanted to go back into teaching. So I took it uh, the, my first year as interim, and then I was named permanent chair uh, after that first year. So just finished my third year and starting my fourth year here. Now, are you still in the classroom? Uh, yes, I still teach the equivalent of two courses. Uh, one of those is a training course that I do for uh, MTSU and Tennessee eCampus, which is a consortium of uh, colleges and universities within the, uh, within the state. Mm -hmm. And um, I offer that course every semester. It's a graduate course, and it's part of their Master of um, Professional Studies degree. And uh, we use it here. We can use the course for our master's students that want to go the non-teaching 
training route. Gotcha. Uh, and then I also work with uh, interns in the Master of Science and Professional Science program. Interesting. Now, that's a little bit out of uh, character. Yeah. But uh, Dr. McGrew, when she was here, worked uh, with Dr. Saeed Farudistan over in Basic and Applied uh, Sciences. Uh, they were developing a Master of Science and Professional Science degree. And that degree takes these scientists and gives them, you know, the core courses in their area, but it couples that with a business core. So those students have to take a combined accounting business law course. They take a managerial communication course that we teach here. Mm -hmm. They take a leadership course and a statistics course. And then at the end, they have to complete an internship. And so is it like entrepreneurial science, essentially? Uh, it's a little bit different. There are seven concentrations. There's one in biotechnology, biostatistics, actuarial science, geosciences, healthcare informatics, fermentation science, and engineering management. I'm surprised I got them all. Uh, Good job. Time. But um, <laughs> uh, basically, it takes these science students and gives them the business background that they need to actually function uh, out there in the real world. Neat. And uh, MTSU has one of the top programs in the nation for uh, the MSPS. So I'm, I'm the business coordinator for that. Yeah. So I work with the different departments here in the College of Business to, uh, you know, when they're getting the course together and that kind of thing. And uh, I also supervise all the interns. So Very cool. Uh, this summer, I have the largest crop of interns that I've ever had. I have 47 interns. Wow. Uh, many of them out of the country. Uh, we have a large population of... Uh, students that come here from China in the actuarial science area. So I have about 12 to 15 students that have been interning in China this summer. Well, uh, MTSU has some pretty hefty ties into China anyway, yes. correct? Uh, as, a, as a university. Yes, President McPhee has worked uh, diligently to build relationships with certain universities there in China. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're seeing the fruits of that coming uh, back in terms of students that want to come here and work on that master's degree. And, and and you guys out there may not know this, but there's actually a Chinese cultural center yes. over at, uh, what is that, I don't even know what that building's called. Uh, we call it, the short name is the MEC, the Miller Educational Center, I think. It was part of the hospital Yes, back, back in the day, so up on Bell Street. Um, and across from the giant empty field. Yeah, on the corner of Bell Street and Highlands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a pretty neat little little spot in there if you've never been in the the, the Chinese Cultural Center. It's, it's pretty pretty neat. Um, very cool. That, I, I, and, and see, this is, I'm involved with the um, National Alumni Association. Right. I'm on their board. And, you know, if you attended MTSU even as little as five years ago, right, right you would not believe the 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 branches the roots the the feelers that are out now and the different cool dynamic things that are going on where i almost feel like it's a return to what college uh should have been where you know there is all this tie-in together cross uh department cross college right. um, cross university uh collaboration going on and it's i mean it's beautiful and, and that's that's real world right and we have to do that to survive. We can't just operate within our own little pod anymore. Yeah. Um, in my area of business education, 
uh, things have changed so much over the years that you have to reach out and look at some of those other fields as to where those business skills are needed and try to sell those uh, to those other programs because in and of itself, you know, you only have so many students. Um, you know, curriculum for the high school um, that I'm sure you're familiar with from your days in the high school, um, so many things have changed. Keyboarding is no longer part of high school. It's right. moved down to the middle school. Right. There's a push now to move it even further down into the elementary school. So we lost all of those courses at the high school level. So how do we still ensure that we get the business skills that we need? Well, we have to build in other things, and it may be more entrepreneurship. It may be more marketing-related courses. Sure. We have to be willing to go beyond doing just the traditional stuff. And a lot of long-term teachers, when those changes happened, were really frustrated because they were losing the thing, the one course that they wanted to teach. But um, we've learned very quickly that we have to be willing to change and adapt. Well, I mean, even in, I've been out of uh, the classroom now for about 10 years. And uh, I mean, even in that length of time, I mean, we've gone through a couple of different iterations of, um, uh, they're almost like high school majors, right? Yes, exactly. And, and it's, you know, I mean, I, I taught some courses. I don't know if you knew this, but I actually wrote two state courses, one in digital home technology. Okay. Uh, so like uh, home automation and, wow. and the hardware yeah. aspect of it. And then another one in mobile electronics that was, I mean, it was essentially car stereo installation right. and, you know, car starters and, I mean, different, different electronics in, in the mobile right. environment. Um, really cool classes. And, you know, I, I, think, I think what we're seeing, and I, and I think uh, our new governor uh, ran on a platform for this, and, and I 100% believe in this aspect, is that college is great and university is great if that's what you're going to do, right. right? But getting a degree does not guarantee a, a high-paying job. Um, and, and it's just, frankly, it's not for everybody. And that's okay, mm -hmm. you know? But you do have to have some kind of skill, right? right? You do exactly. need to be able to do or think something. And so what is that, right? Mm -hmm. Is that being an entrepreneur? I have a, I have a kid right now that he, was, he wrestled for me. And, and you know who you are, um, and uh, he, he watches every now and then. I just helped him buy a new house. And um, he was, he was a, I would say this to his face, so don't, don't be offended, he was terrible in school. Right. I mean, he did not care, he did not want to be there, and he did everything he could to not be there, mm -hmm. right? Smart, right, but just didn't want to be there. So for him to try to go to a university, right. that'd be an utter waste of resources. Mm -hmm. um, but now he ha is an entrepreneur. He has his own shop. He does some other side business stuff. It's all legal. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's doing very well for himself. Well, you know, there's been so much challenge here uh, recently in terms of uh, universities. You know, they're fighting for enrollment. Um, you know, we've seen declines uh, in a lot of different areas. And the thing that we have to think about, and this goes along with what you said about the governor and his focus on basically work-based kinds of learning um, where you actually develop skills that will put you out into a job once you finish school. That are useful. Yeah. yeah, and we have to think more about that, not just at the secondary level, but at the community college level and also at the university level. No doubt. Um, we've had this tradi traditional focus at the university of, you know, these... 
um, big idea degrees, which cause people to think, and that's great. You know, thinking Fantastic. is wonderful. But if we can develop programs, and I think we're going to have to to be competitive, programs that when they finish a four-year degree, they literally can take that out to a specific job. Yes. We're seeing the demand right now in areas like engineering, engineering management, the sciences area, where they can literally take that out and go into a lab. Um, you know, We've got mechatronics here. We've got exactly. things that, that people... And, and the thing is, you still tie in the big thinking, right? right? And, and now you've got somebody that, that can do something and think about it. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. And if you can leave with some kind of credential, yeah. that really moves you up the ladder. Not just a degree, but a certification exactly. that's specific. Yeah, yeah license. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whether it's a teaching license or whatever. Right. And so I think in higher ed, I think in the, the university level, we're going to have to do some rethinking about some of the programs that we offer. And maybe let go of some sacred cows, huh? Exactly. I think we're going to have to, or modify them in such a way that there is a direct link to a job, somewhere, yeah. something that's out there. Well, it's, it's refreshing to hear someone on the fourth floor of a college uh, building to, to say that, because you're absolutely right. And, and I, think that, I think that people are getting it. I mean, I, I used to say something very unpopular in my classroom. Mm -hmm. I, I taught economics mostly, right. um, so high school seniors. And I would tell them, I'm like, listen, you've been lied to. You don't have to go to college to be successful. Right. And I mean, I, I got a little pushback on that from mm -hmm. folks outside of that classroom, sure. mm -hmm. but I qualified that with, right. you do have to learn how to do something. Exactly. Right? Whether, exactly. whether you go and learn how to turn wrenches on a car, right. or you learn plumbing, or you learn enough business skills to run a lawn mowing business, or you go to school and whatever it is, you got to learn how to do something and make your way. Exactly. Uh, just a degree or just a diploma. Mm -hmm. Quite honestly, unless you're going to continue on the teaching track, mm -hmm. you know, you, you, you might have a tough time. You're going to have to stretch then and figure out how to apply it. College is a big investment. I it's mean, if huge. you just look at the amount of money that it costs, yeah. you know, you see in the news all the time about tuition going up and the cost of books and all these other things. So, and again, from an adult perspective, looking at that, if I'm going to invest that kind of money. What's my return? Yeah. Uh, what is that return? What am I going to be able to do with that to literally, um, you know, put myself a step up in the world? That's right. And, and then you tie in debt with all of that. Oh, yeah. And, Big I mean, time. it gets crazy. Yeah. You know, why would you get some kind of, yeah. you know, whatever, I'm not going to pick on any specific right. one, but something that doesn't immediately translate into an income. Exactly. Right? And then finance it yeah. over, mm -hmm. it seems like your lifetime. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's good stuff. So, um, so what, uh, what are some, uh, you've already said some of this, what are some more exciting things going on maybe in the MTSU community that you're involved in or uh, even in the department? What, excite us about being True Blue. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on in the Department of Marketing. Um, about a year ago, we started a new formal concentration in our marketing degree in professional selling. Oh, wow. We have found out that that is one area that we see a lot of demand for. Um, companies want salespeople. They want them coming right out of school. Uh, we have a great partner uh, that has 
uh, helped our program uh, with Insurance Group of America, um, Mr. Jamie No, and uh, Jamie has been super in supporting the sales program uh, by being a sponsor of it financially mm-hmm. um, with a an amazing um, donation. He he donated uh, $100,000 toward the program Fantastic. because he believes in it that much to set up the Office of Professional Selling. So we have an Office of Professional Selling here in the department. That is amazing. And that program will work with companies, matching students uh, with those companies for internships and opportunities that are out there. Uh, That office will work with our sales team who will go out and compete at different national competitions. Uh, It works with our lab. We have a lab here in the building, a, a selling, professional selling lab that is named after Mel Adams, yeah. um, who you remember State Farm. State Farm agent. Uh, the State Farm agents in the area got together and sponsored that for him, uh, for him. And we have equipment there where students can do what we're doing here. They videotape uh, their pitches, yeah. and then they're critiqued. Uh, they do a, a speed selling event uh, each year. So we have a lot of things going on right now in the selling area because that is really a hot market. Well, and you know, it, I, I took a professional selling class uh, here, and it was a blast. Good. I mean, it was so much fun. You remember who you had? I, I, no, it, uh, I sat outside of his office. Okay, over here. Okay, on the on the side, and and uh-huh. we had to go in and pitch yeah. to him. Um, but it was it was a great class. Good. And um, I mean, that skill uh, it it. it it transcends any profession. I mean, it's you're, I tell people all the time, you're always selling. Exactly. And it's not just real estate or insurance, but, you know, even in the medical field, you know, medical sales are hot. Pharmaceutical sales are well, hot. Just selling your own ideas, exactly. right? Just exactly. being the guy that's dynamic in, in the boardroom or wherever and selling people on your way of thinking, on your idea. It's leadership. It's all of that. Exactly. And so uh, we're hoping that that program will continue to grow by leaps and bounds. Uh, in the first year, we've seen some great interest in the program and yeah. a number of new majors in that particular area. So That's killer. Uh, I love that, that. That's something new within the department that's going on. Um, Laura Buckner, I don't know if you remember Laura Buckner. But I don't. She's our marketing internship coordinator. Uh, she is now our uh, director of the Office of Professional Selling. So if anybody's interested in that, they could contact her or contact me, and we'll be happy to uh, get them in touch with the right people. That's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, how would so if somebody is interested in possibly hiring an intern, mm-hmm. they would coordinate through her or you as well. They would coordinate through her. Uh, they could contact me. My email address is vince.smith at mtsu.edu. Cool. So just shoot me an email, and, and I'll, I'll get put it to that the right in the comments. People. Also, great. Thank you. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Any uh, anything else you got going on that you want to? You, you got a little platform here, so <laughs> uh, I can't think of anything in particular. Um, the other part of the department, other than marketing, again, we talked about is business education. Mm-hmm. Uh, we offer an undergraduate degree in business education, which we are the only university in the state uh, that is still doing that. Wow! Uh, and many states do not have any program in business education. So, and what does business education encompass? It, so, it involves basically uh, preparing students to uh, first of all teach, uh, and now certification is a little different. It's not just high school; it's middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. So, 
your business certification or license will cover you to teach grades 6 through 12. Mm -hmm. uh, part of that degree program, in addition to learning the business content, you learn how to teach uh, with the education courses and pedagogy uh, that you'll pick up. And then at the end of the program, uh, you have a residency one and a residency two. That's required by the state. Residency one puts you out part-time for a semester working with teachers. Um, you're not responsible solely for a course, but you might be uh, team teaching with a teacher or teach a particular lesson or tutor students and do different types of activities. I think we had a practicum, but it was much shorter yes. than that. I think we had to do two practicums. Yeah, um, I, think, I, remember. I think in residency one, they go out a couple days a week for the entire semester, mm -hmm. and then they come back and take classes while they're here. Residency two, which is their last semester, is the traditional student teaching. Uh, they put them out in two different placements. They try to put them in a middle school for one and a high school for the second placement. Uh, middle school, they're primarily teaching keyboarding and computer applications. Mm -hmm. uh, high school, could be anything. All bets are off. Yeah, but when they finish our program, they're certified to teach all the business courses in the state curriculum, and they can also use that uh, certification to teach all the marketing courses. So basically, uh, you can teach anything business or marketing uh, in Tennessee schools, and that license is transferable to other states as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I added uh, the praxis for um, Economics. Yes. Um, I did not take the government one, um, but I added that, and, and I taught that in some business management classes. So it's pretty easy to add some other things, and it kind of expands your resume a bit. Um, I student taught middle school um, and high school at Eagleville. Oh yes. So mm -hmm. it was it was pretty interesting to stand there, and at the time I was teaching a, a web design class. Mm -hmm. and see kindergartners walk by. Right. That's the only K-8 school, exactly. uh, public school left mm -hmm. in Rutherford County. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then I was at Siegel High School um, and taught over there as a Fantastic. As do you remember teacher. who you were with at those two places? I do, yeah. Joey Reed yeah, at Eagle Hill. Mm -hmm. And uh, Stacy... Anderson. Anderson. Yes. Yes. And uh, both are still out there and going strong. We've had many student teachers with them. Yeah, yeah. They were good. Great examples. They are. Yeah, they they were they were excellent uh, mentors, and uh, learned learned a ton. And mm -hmm. again, humbling, right? I learned maybe I'm not as ready as I thought <laughs> I was. So they, sometimes that's a, a great lesson. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, before you criticize a teacher, you need to be a student teacher, right? Because let me tell you, it's a lot more than what you think. Yes. So. Well, very good. Dr. Smith, thank you so much. Thank I appreciate you. you. It's great to see you. Appreciate all you're doing. And, uh, and like I said, it's always cool to reconnect with, with some of your that heroes, is. you know? That so, it is. And we're proud cool. of everything you've accomplished, too. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's, 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 been, it's been great. So, hey, thanks for watching uh, Coffee Talk, Jay Harmon Home Team, Jonathan Harmon with Dr. Vincent Smith. Um, if you're looking for an intern uh, for your business out there, um, I'm going to put his um, contact in there, Good. and specifically we're talking marketing, selling, what else do you think? Marketing, sales, uh, anything associated with marketing, okay. usually. Cool. Paid in internships are the best.